Welcome back, you degenerates, to the number one gambling podcast on earth. I am Billy. I am here with Greg, and I'm here with Morgan. Boys, well, first off, before I even introduce you guys to anything, just we apologize. We apologize to the fans. Greg had a had like five days no sleep, sweat. Greg was in a Greg was in a coma. Yep. I, I, I wasn't to, uh, to the Skype, waiting for everybody on Tuesday. You know, Greg fell asleep at 7.30 on his couch. He was in a coma. Morgan was nowhere to be found for a long, long time. And then I finally found him, and I said, hey, today's not the day, boys. <laughs> Just call it a night for Tuesday. Let's regroup on Thursday. Uh, we are betting the diagonal. We are here to win you guys money. Unless you're betting on the 76ers, like we all did, and it's been rough. It's been rough. Boys, how are you besides the 76ers? Morgan looks like he's about to fall apart mentally. I mean, that's the, they're all I could think about right now for the fact that they continue to disappoint me on a weekly basis multiple times. It's, it's amazing for a team that is as powerful as they are. They can't beat a shorthanded Blazers team. They can't even beat them. Granted, you don't cover a five and a half point spread, mm-hmm. but you let you let Mello go back to circa two thousand and ten. Yeah, it's rough. It was definitely rough. It's Morgan, unreal. What do you have to say about your uh, your hometown team? The the shenanigans that have taken place. You know, and every like, time we yeah, bet on I know Greg and I, Greg and I had some serious bread on the line with this game, and it was the last leg of both of our. Each of us had a pretty decent parlay. Greg's, Greg's being a little bigger than mine. This was our last leg. So that, aside from the sting of that, this is also my team, my hometown team, the team that I bleed Sixer blood for, and to watch them just crumble and lose that game, it's heartbreaking. It stuck. It stinks. Not the fact that, you know, it's only money, right? We say it all the time. It's only money. But my team lost. And it's never fun to see my team lose, especially in a tough fashion. Fuck you, Carmelo Anthony. I hate you. You suck. You no-talent bum. Go back to being retired when nobody wanted you. That's when I liked you the best. Wow. That's strong words. Yeah. Yeah. For, for, for a future Hall of Famer. I have strong feelings right now. Yeah, it looks like it. All I gotta say, Morgan, pull yourself together. You look like shit right now. <laughs> that game just put five years on my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was a sweat down to the end. There's been a lot of sweaty games this week, but one game that wasn't a sweat it was the Super Bowl. Never had a shot. Chiefs never had a shot. Sure didn't. Uh, just just a quick recap since we've been gone for so long. How did you guys do in the Super Bowl? Greg, let's start with you. Did you even put a card? You, I know you didn't put a card out on Twitter, but... Uh, I did not, but uh, I was pretty uh, you know, straightforward two weeks prior that I was going to be on the Bucks and that nothing could change my mind. Mm-hmm. So for, for listeners that, that backed me, you won some money, and I hope a lot of it. I had some props that I, I announced on here. The only one that I can honestly remember off the top of my head was Mahomes' rushing yards under. And, I mean, 
two of the first three plays, he I believe he had like 20 rushing yards. Mm-hmm. So that looked dead in the water from the very beginning. But I mean, if you count the rushing yards that he had all around the field in the game, I lost by like 20 times that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he like the total amount of yards he actually ran was like something like 400 yards because he was running backwards the whole time. Yeah, it was amazing. It's wild. Um, did what color did you say the Gatorade was going to be when we were talking about it? I was riding with purple because of the whole nine year uh, thing. Yeah, the year of the ox. Yeah, yeah. We we have a, we have a a major. We might we might sue CBS for what they did to us. It was criminal. One hundred percent criminal. They're almost as bad as Robin Hood right now. There's Robin Hood, and then right below it, there's CBS for not yeah, showing and, the Gatorade. And Carmelo Anthony. All three of them are on the same level right now. Same tier? Yeah. Yeah, uh, they made the list. It was brutal. For 12 minutes, we sat there begging somebody on Twitter. Good thing you know, I saw it. I, I took credit for it. Jolie wasn't me. Some guy who was at the game posted a video of it. But it took forever to get up on Twitter, probably because he he was trying to see, you know, trying to find his trying to find his password or something, whatever it was. But he he posted the video. I was refreshing on three different things on my iPad, on my phone, on my computer. Finally got the video, posted up as fast as I could for the followers because the people needed to know. But unfortunately, it was blue. Um, Tails, in fact, failed, but like we talked about with Jared on uh, birth, of De- birth of a Degenerate, that it wasn't, it, it didn't fail. The lady who'd had no business flipping the coin failed us, and I'll take that to the grave. My mother got very mad at me about that, but hey, you know, it's, I was screaming at her for unnecessary reasons, because you know, <laughs> normally I don't watch the Super Bowl with my family. You know, I watch it with the boys, we're gambling on it. You know, I was stuck at home due to COVID and a snowstorm, mm-hmm. so I had to sit there and sweat out bets, and my family's looking at me like crazy. Um, what, yeah, else, what else hit, boys? I know the Kelsey, Kelsey over and everything hit. Kelsey mm-hmm. over nailed that one all across the board. Yeah, it was a great, uh, <laughs> a great, uh, great play by yours truly. Uh, I ended up, I ended up going six and five all my plays that I had. Um, I hit. The Chiefs' first sack, the over on the sacks. Um, I was on purple Gatorade, too, so I missed that. Obviously, I was on the Chiefs. I missed that. I was on the over 55. I missed that. Criminal. Um, Criminal. Some, some, some tough tough breaks in there, but you know the one that I was bumping the drums for the most was those Kelsey props, and yep. they were easy money. And I would have been. I would have felt confident. I would have told you to put your liver on it, and if it lost, I would have given you my liver. That's how confident <laughs> I was. I don't. I I don't think they want your liver, though. Nah, probably, I mean, I wouldn't at this point. You know, twenty nine years of this thing. I don't know how much longer it has left in it. Hmm. Um, Boys, you know, I'm actually. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. You're good. It's good. Um, I'm actually looking at my props that I had in my notes here because I I didn't post a card for the props. But what I had here was that we spoke about prior. Shortest touchdown under one and a half. Didn't hit. That, that hit. Antonio oh, Brown did. scored a one-yard touchdown. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tom Brady, MVP. That hit. Mahomes throws an interception before a touchdown at plus 295. That hit. 
Tampa Bay accepted penalty yards over 44-and-a-half. That hit. The only one that didn't that I had here was <laughs> Mahomes under 21-and-a-half rushing yards. Um, good for you. You should have posted the card. Doesn't it's a shame, I, it's a I shame he didn't post the card. I Allegedly, he bet on those. I didn't. I didn't even play him. <laughs> you hate to see it. Yeah, um, you, do. you know, it was it was just the, the game sucked. The halftime show sucked. The yeah, commercials no Kenny were, G. The commercials were eh. There were some good ones in there, but some of them were like whatever. I don't care. The highlight was probably the Puppy Bowl, and I didn't even watch the Puppy Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was very yeah, disappointed that Kenny G shame. didn't make an appearance at halftime. I was it's shame. You know, season's over. However, we have football action on Saturday. Yes, we do. Great. Uh, Greg, you would know that if you weren't in a coma for the past five days, uh, that we have football action this Saturday. We have D2 football. D2 football, baby. Who's in the game this year? Uh, Tarleton versus McNeese. Oh, fun. We're taking, for the record, this is not an official play. I'll put it up on Twitter because I'll be betting on it. Uh, I will be taking Tarleton plus two and a half. Guaranteed, you can lock that shit in right to the middle. I do, I do not have official play yet, but I will 100% have a play on this game. Yeah. And I will watch every snap. That's what I love to see. I'll be at work, so I won't be able to watch the game. But um, along with the, the return of college football, there's some MMA going on, <clears throat> excuse me, on, uh, on Saturday. Nice little card for us. Greggy, why don't you uh, kick us off with some plays for uh, Saturday's card? All right. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, this Saturday we have UFC 258. Uh, last week we had a, a fight night card. It was a, a bit of an underwhelming card. It wasn't even something that I, I felt necessary to put plays out on, and I'm glad I didn't, to be quite honest, because it was just... It was a strange card. But uh, this week, we're going to put out a couple plays. I'm going to start on Kamara Usman versus Gilbert Burns. We're going to go Kamara Usman in this fight. Minus 270. That's kind of just at the limit that I like to play in MMA. You know, because laying three, $400 on these guys, it could turn disastrous. But minus 270 for the champ who nobody, nobody in that weight class has any business stepping in the ring with Usman, to be quite honest. He is just an animal. Um, he's a bad man. I, I think this fight goes to Usman handily, but I also think it goes to a decision because Usman's not the type of guy that you know is going to beat you down unless he has you in the ground-and-pound situation. In his best 11 fights, he's only had a KO twice. He's gone the distance in the rest of the nine. And the last four of those fights have been five rounds. Three of them have gone five. So I'm going to take Usman and the over in that bout. Uh, Next fight, we're going to go Ricky Simon minus 250 over Brian Kelleher. Kelleher's a punching bag. He really is. I mean, he's he's in his mid-30s on the downcline of his – in the decline of his career. The downcline. <laughs> on the downcline. <laughs> He's on the downcline. I'm coining that one. Uh, but uh, I love 
Yeah, he's on the decline in his career. Ricky Simon, he's up and coming. He's a wrestler. I believe he's a national champion. And I saw him fight in... He was on the, uh, the Magni Chiesa card, that weird Wednesday morning card, Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. And he, he put the beat down. I, I don't even remember who he fought at this moment, but he put the beat down on him. This guy is legit. Uh, he's young. I believe in a matter of time, he'll be ranked and he'll be a contender for that featherweight title. He, just real quick, he fought mm-hmm. Gaetano Perello. Gaetano Perello. Okay. All right. Well, he put the beat down on Gaetano. But I, I'm imagining something of the same in this fight just because he is he's something else out there. I'm also going to go under two and a half rounds in this fight. I don't feel comfortable enough saying whether it's going to be by KOTKO or submission just for the fact that they're two separate props. And I don't want to throw one of them out there. But I feel comfortable enough taking the under two and a half rounds at a plus 175 underdog uh, to where I, I think he finishes this fight. And I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that it's under uh, before the 12 and a half minute mark. And I think it will. Uh, last fight I have here, I'm going to go a little underdog action here with Jim Miller plus 210 over Bobby Green. Miller's an experienced, gritty fighter. He's on the back end of his career, too. But these guys that have, you know, 30 UFC fights under their belt, maybe not that many, but 20, you know, it's they've been there. They've seen that. And it's not like they're fighting these ranked guys. You know, Bobby Green is not ranked. This is just a matter of, you know, I'm going to put this guy at a plus 210. And I hope that people just don't play him because they see that Bobby Green is the favorite. Bobby Green, he, he's not a good fighter. It's, if, he, if he clips him, then that's just going to be bad news. But Miller is gritty. He's a wrestler, and he's a submission artist. So it's a matter of him just taking him down and working his way to a submission against uh, Bobby Green, who is, you know, he's a black belt uh, jiu-jitsu. But, you know, I, just, I take the plus 210 underdog and ride with it. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. I will actually be on the opposite side of the Usman fight. I love Gilbert Burns. There's just something Gilbert about Burns. him that you know. I'll be on the I'll be on the dog for a little bit just just to have some action in. You know the the dog's been barking. Dogs have been barking on the main on the main slate. So uh, yeah, yeah, I I could agree with you there. I I just think that uh, you know Usman he's a bad man and. Uh, you know, I would hedge your loss with the over. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I like, I like the over. I mean, they're both, they're both world, world caliber, top, mm-hmm. of, top of the line. Yeah, you know? I mean, we've been, we've been waiting for this fight for almost six months now. This was supposed yeah. to happen a long time ago. Yeah, Burns uh, tested positive for COVID. Yeah, and then months upon months later, they finally reschedule it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I got for this card. Uh, I'm not too. You know, overwhelmed about this card. I may have one more play that comes up over the weekend, but uh, you know, my mind is just totally set on two fifty nine on March sixth. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I already took off of work for that day. We got three title fights, but uh, we'll save that for the coming weeks. Yeah, I can't wait for that. That that card is gonna be wonders. Um, 
let's kick it to Morgan, and let's talk about a little bit of NBA before I get into some college basketball. Yeah. Morgan, what do you got? Um, aside from the fact that I'm still reeling from the Sixers loss this evening, yeah, and I'm holding back my emotions, um, we have a great NBA card tomorrow night. Uh, it's been a quite light. Uh, I have been very adamant in the past few days, or the next past a week, where I had to do some rituals and sacrifices that I had gotten ice cold, and I had used the analogy earlier this week, or I'm not earlier this week, early in our last our last episode of Birthing of a Degenerate, which we filmed earlier tonight, that I was on the top of Everest, and I got pushed off and was rolling down the hill like a snowball to base camp. Um, we're slowly climbing our way back up, uh, barring any score changes and my auditors for mathematical reasons this evening. I went 5-1 and one in NBA today, which Allegedly. is good. Uh, so I said I have auditors. I have auditors <laughs> for all my math. Um, and I will have been in the past three days back up positive 7, I think it is, in the win column in NBA, which I feel good about after seeing my... 30 game over 500 streak dropped down to 17, just like that. Um, but anyway, tomorrow you know, tomorrow's a great slate on the NBA. Uh, great games, the high, best game of the night, which I don't even know if I'll put a play in on it, because, but it's just going to be a friggin' awesome game. It's going to be the Bucks jazz game. Um, they are the marquee game at 9 o'clock tomorrow evening. That's, 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 that's a money line game all over. Right now it's opening up. As the Jazz one point favorites for it, um, I don't know where I'm going to go with it. I do have a prop bet that I'm going to go there, though. More than likely, once I see the number released, Chris Middleton over assists. Uh, Drew Holiday is already ruled out for the game as the point guard because he has COVID. Uh, in the season, Chris Middleton is averages for six. His assists per game is six point two. However, in the games now that Holiday has been out, he's been in double digits each game. Uh, so I love that number there, and I think I think I can still get that number pretty low because his average is pretty it's not low, but it's lower than that number. Uh, so I think that's going to be good. Um, I always love Gobert rebounds, also just because he's a machine down in the paint getting rebounds. Um, those are my really good games. Um, as much as the Pistons are the worst team in the NBA, they're a great team against the spread. They're phenomenal. Um, they're 13 and 10, what, 13, 10 and one on the year against the spread. Um, they're getting eight and a half tomorrow against the Celtics. Uh, I'm going to be on the Pistons. Celtics had a tough game this evening. They're on the back to back. Celtics traditionally aren't a terrible team on the back to back under Brad Stevens. However, I had that stat for the boys last week when they played the Kings and they came out and got walloped by the Kings. So I'm going back to anti-Boston because I don't like Boston. Uh, so I'm going to be on the Pistons getting eight and a half for sure. Um, Billy and I talked about this one a little bit ago off air. Uh, Clippers are opening up as a six and a half point favorite against the Bulls. This is a very strange line, very deceiving. Um, I want to see who is playing. because We were saying this has the makings of a possibly a Kawhi or a Paul George not playing in this one. Um, so I'm very interested to see what the lineup looks like for this. I do like, however, uh, in this game, the over 228.5 that's opening up right now. Um, the Bulls aren't a great team. However, they have the 13th best pace in the league, and they have been seen an uptick in their offense recently with uh, Hall of Famer Zach Levine 
out <laughs> there just going to town. Uh, he's averaging, I believe it's 28.2 a night right now. Um, two other, so three other ones. I got three other plays I'm definitely looking at tomorrow because, you know, it's a great card for the NBA. Um, the Thunder are not a great team either. However, they're getting a dozen. Are they? Uh, I, I don't have a line for it yet. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be betting on them. Getting a dozen against Denver. They got a dozen the other night against the Lakers, and they took them, to, I believe it was du- double overtime, uh, and they almost took them down. Um, I don't expect Oklahoma City to win. Denver's a much better team. However, give me, a, you know, give me 12 points. Absolutely. I'll take that to the bank. Um, I have a stat for that. Let's hear it. I love it. Yep. Uh, OKC is 10 and 3 against the spread on the road. Beautiful. Mm, Sign me love up. That. Love Beautiful. that. Beautiful. Absolutely love it. Uh, that's that's 100% a lock now for my place for tomorrow. Wow, we're going to use that word. Oh, we, it's locked in, baby. I'm <laughs> it in right now. Um, another play, one way, actually, I very much play. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm going to play it. I, I'm going to have a big number, big unit game on this one, I think. Um, jazz and, or not, I'm sorry, not Jazz, Sacramento and, or, and Orlando. Sacramento has been on a great run of late. And has been very strong against the spread in the past few weeks. Um, in the season, they're thirteen and eleven. However, if I'm not mistaken, I think in their last four, they're four and zero against the spread, where they're just they're uh, they're killing eight it. Eight and they, two in their last ten. Eight and two in their last ten. Look, this guy just has everything. I'm I got my own go little oracle right next to me. I love it. Um, the Kings—they're not a great team, you know, but they're scrappy. They fight. Darren Fox is awesome. He is one of my favorite players to watch in the league. Tyrese Halliburton, sleeper pick. I'm putting a futures bet in on him for rookie of the year. Um, I think he's going to be great value in him just to do a little tiny guy in there. I think that could be great. He's getting much more minutes. He's got the weirdest jump shot I've ever seen. But you know what? It works for him. So I'm not going to complain. So they're laying six and a half to Orlando. Orlando has not been good since Markel Fultz went out with the ACL injury. They've only won four games since he went out. They're like four and eleven or something like that. Um, they're just—they're not a good team. They don't have a competent guy running the point. They're relying on Cole Anthony, who was very suspect at UNC last year. That fraud institution. They don't know how to teach point guards how to play. They're too busy cheating and pushing them through to graduate and everything and getting them on the court. Um, and the last play I'm going to look at tomorrow will be the Lakers and Memphis. Another weird one here, as the Lakers have only opened up as seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Memphis is a, is a sneaky, solid team this year. That's a strange line. Uh, I want to see if anybody's sitting out of this game, but I like that number. It's Lakers seven-and-a-half for sure. So, yeah, that's where we're at right now, boys. What do we got for you? Um, for me, I have – I'll be taking the Jazz – Minus, I, I currently have it at one and a half. I'll take it yeah, at three. <clears throat> um, listen, they've been cash cows. We talk about it every week. 18-7 against the spread. They are 9-3 at home against the spread. And they are 8-2 and two in the last 10 against the spread. And Milwaukee doesn't doesn't cover very well on the road. They're only 6-8 and eight on the road against the spread. So give me that. <clears throat> I feel like... The NBA is a lot more analytical than colleges, and it's not. You know, teams tend to give up. They're on the road down a couple points, you know, unless you're Portland. 
that's neither here nor there. Um, I'll also yeah, be on. Really, on, we got to do that. Oh, come on, guys. Come on. What's well, a little fun? I, We're reeling times? here currently. Whatever. You guys been reeling for a week. I'm over it. I'm so over it. <clears throat> At least we're not going to be talking about Jordan Clarkson tonight. Yeah. That's... <laughs> not until Greg the next episode. Have, before we get into it, Greg was supposed to have an MMA card, but he didn't like the MMA card, so he came up with a, a Jordan Clarkson 20-minute <laughs> segment. It was a great was... caveat. Yeah, no, we are no good. longer. We are no longer uh, betting the diagonal sports gambling page. We are betting the diagonal a Jordan Clarkson Stan account. Yeah, it was it was more more talk of Jordan Clarkson than I've ever heard anybody talk about Jordan Clarkson in my life. Um, speaking of which, I'll be on OKC. You said it was plus twelve and a half or plus twelve. Five twelve. Yeah, I like that. I'll be also on that just because of that stat I gave you the ten and three on the road. And they're only 13-10 and 10 on the year against the spread. So they, they play much better on the road, or at least cover much better on the road. Shagos Alexander's already ruled out. I don't care who's ruled out, bro. 10-3 and three on the road. Yeah, I'm just saying. I don't know who's going to play point guard for them, because I think Maladon's out, too. Interesting. Lou Dortz. Lou Dortz. Lou Dortz, maybe. Lou Dortz. And I will be... As my final pick, I will be on the Knicks money line against Washington because Washington stinks. Mm-hmm. Bradley there, Beal's out too. Bradley Beal's out. Mm-hmm. I heard. I don't I remember the stat. I heard on ESPN Radio the other day about when Russell Wils, uh Russell Westbrook is out. Washington doesn't cover. They don't win, and ever. But I, um, I believe he is playing. But it was just a stat to throw out. If he if he's ever out again in the future, just just hammer the other team because they 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 haven't covered once with him. Without him, I'm sorry, um, Greggy. What do you have for us for the NBA? Sure, I'm just trying to find out here because I was pretty sure that I saw that Beal was out. I don't know why it's not giving me any. Yeah, he will rest on Friday against the Knicks. Beautiful. So that. Is uh, interesting to see where that line opens. Still dogs. Yeah, I don't have a line for it. It opened at three and a minus three and a half for Washington. Now it says at three plus three, but that's it's not on my book currently. But that's from ESPN, which is not a reliable source. Covers has it at a minus one. Okay, for Washington, whatever the fuck that means. All right. Um, all right. So we'll dive into the NBA here. I am going Clippers minus six and a half against the Bulls. Um, you know, like we said, sus line. I, I don't think either one of them will sit in Kawhi or Paul George. I think this is just kind of like a hoax line right now, trying to tell people that one of them will. Because they don't know either. Um, either way, if one of them plays, I still if one of them does not play, I still feel comfortable taking the six and a half. If both do play, the line will probably shoot up to like nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would think it'll probably go to eight and a half, which I think I'd still be comfortable laying the eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would too. But uh, yeah, the, I mean the Bulls can't they can't stop a nosebleed. They do play at a fast pace. Uh, it's just a matter of their hitting their shots or not. 
And the Clippers defend rather well. So uh, we'll see if that fast pace works. They might take a lead here or there. But in the end, I think the Clippers run away with that spread. Um, next, I'm going to go with Kings minus six and a half against the Magic. Uh, I think that, you know, you guys explained that before. Uh, Kings, they've been hot. They've been hot. They have a nice young uh group of guys over there. Harrison Barnes is playing real well. Buddy Heald, he's starting to come along a little bit. I don't like their interior game at all. I mean, Bagley, he's been shooting well. But, uh, you know, it's it's really the, the backcourt that's been doing the job day in and day out for those guys. And I think they continue to do it against a Magic team that, you know, they're coming off the back-to-back. And uh, I just think they're too tired for this matchup. Uh, last play I have here is Celtics. You said it was minus eight and a half. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cause I didn't have the line until you said it, but I had written down here that I would take the Celtics up to 12 for the fact that they're both coming off a of back to back. They both played tonight. Um, the Celtics won by 14 against the Raptors Pistons. They ended up getting blown out. Didn't they? What was the final score in that game? Yeah, they lost by 16. So, I I just think the Celtics, you know, I'll take the better team. Uh, the Pistons coming off the back-to-back, I think that hurts them a lot more than it would hurt the Celtics. I don't have any stats on, like, you know, what these teams are doing against another team that's on a back-to-back. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to take the 8.5 and, and ride. I'm, I'm happy that it's not 12. So... That's what I got for us. Um, so, on a back-to-back, I got that for you right here. Detroit, ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Uh, Six and one against the spread. Beautiful. Okay. So, Detroit knows what they're doing, you know. I, I'm going to leave it at that. I don't, I don't like your pick, so... <laughs> I don't like the pick. Uh, That's I'm fair. Leave it right there. That's fair. I'm still going to go Celtics. That's listen, guys. We don't always have to agree. You I'm know? glad Usually, we don't. When we all agree, it's a it's a bad it's a bad pick. That's how that's how it's looked at for us. Don't do it. Don't do it. We've already been over it enough. Yeah, especially tonight. Um, any more NBA plays, guys? No, that's um, what I got for right I'm now. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll have some props I want to throw in there tomorrow. So if you check out the page, uh, I've been trying to sprinkle a few more prop bets in there of late. Um, and they've been hitting pretty well. I think the first one I've missed two in the past, however many I've done, which was an Embiid prop, uh, for points. And I missed the Valanchunas rebounds. Um, but there's definitely some really good value in some of these prop bets. Like I said, I'll put that Middleton assist one up there tomorrow. Um, I feel great on that one already. Uh, and just looking at the matchups, you know, seeing what's out there on the schedule and everything, you know, looking at maybe some of the bigs in that Pistons game for rebounds. Boston is not the best interior defense, even with Trisha Thompson and Tice is a stiff down there in the paint. So I'm not really scared of him in the slightest bit. Um, Zion will be interesting what his points add up to between and another one actually be Lonzo. Um, in the past, their past, three, I think it was their past three games, uh, the trio of Lonzo, Ingram, and Zion have been putting up 60 points a night. 
between the three of them, and Alonzo was at over 18. Um, so I think his, his uh, scoring has been in the low teens for the majority of the season. So that might be a pretty interesting play for sure. But we'll have some more. We'll have a little. It's going to be a big NBA card tomorrow. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Like for the props, I feel like, like even like the reason why the NFL doesn't put them out, because they don't get the final rosters and whatnot. So I feel like props are always like kind of almost like a last minute thing. So like sure. I, yeah, I went up never playing any NBA props because most of the time I'm, I'm at work. Like I like to place my bets either in the morning or late at night. Like usually when I get off on Thursday nights off of this, of what we're, when we're recording, that's when I usually place my bets, get the earlier lines, get some of the better value. But, um, yeah, no, prop bets are low-hanging fruit. We talk about mm-hmm. it all the time. You certainly are. You can get some great value. Um, another one that I don't know if he's going to play or not, but one that might be interesting, because you might be able to get it really low right now and ride it for a bit. If Carl Anthony Towns is playing tomorrow night, uh, coming back from COVID and everything, you probably can get his points pretty low for a player of his caliber going against the Hornets. Uh, so that would be one. Take a look at his status for sure to see if he's going to be out there. Might want to dabble in there. Oh, interesting. A little dabble, dabble. A little dabble. All right, boys. If that's it for the NBA, then let's move to college basketball where – I am still in the lead somehow after a bunch of media, probably about a, a week and a half of mediocre. Like, I'm just essentially back to hitting a 500. It's a little sad. It's boring. I don't like to hit 50-50. It's no fun. Um, first game that just sticks out like a sore thumb is Illinois minus 13 against Nebraska. Nebraska fucking stinks. They are terrible. Their jerseys are terrible. The state that they play in are terrible. Um, Illinois is better than them in literally every single category. Like, if either one of you have a half a second, go pull up team rankings and go to this matchup. The, the Fighting Illini are currently better than Nebraska in the following. Points per game, average scoring margin, assists per game, total rebounds, effective field goal percentage, offensive rebound percentage, uh, field goal... Free throw attempts to field goal attempts, turnover ratio, defense, every defensive stat, literally everything on the board that they compare the two teams with, like per team rankings, fighting the line is better. This is a no-brainer. Uh, right before we were recording, Greg, Greg brought up this game. Like I, I knew I was going to place a bet on this game. He said he'd take it up to minus 20. I agree. It's free money. It's I shouldn't say free because 13 is still a decently big number. And Nebraska is a big school, but they stink. Mm-hmm. They stink. I love that game. Um, the next one is a is a team that um, I believe Morgan has been riding with. Uh, with Akron, right? Morgan, that's, that's one of your teams? You named both my plays. <laughs> well, well, I love Akron. Um, Akron minus four and a half. One. Against uh, Miami. Akron's a far superior team on the glass, averaging almost 40 rebounds a game. They are also a much better defensive team, allowing only 68 uh, points per game. And the big one that stuck out for me is uh, Miami just flat-out struggles against Akron. They haven't covered the last four games. And each of the last four games have been a spread of five, and they've covered by at least five. So that's a game that I also love. 
Um, Morgan, that's on your card as well? Uh, yeah, I have both Akron and Illinois. That is my college basketball card as of right now. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Do you have any other stats to back up the Akron games? I know it's one of your one of your main teams. Uh, not particularly, honestly. Uh, it was. I'm still doing some research into it. I just know that they have been. They hit for me more times than not when I play them. Yeah. Um, so I roll with what they're my Toledo. They are my VMI pick. I you know they are a team that works for me. They mm-hmm. come through in the clutch all the time. They they look out for me. Not like UCLA or any other loser schools out Jeez, there. Fucking UCLA is still down by 15, 16 points. Um, really? I've been, yeah, Akron is 9 and 4 against the spread, and they are 7 and 3 in the last 10. Don't hate it. Yep, I love it. Um, let me put my water bottle down. Sorry, this is a. I've got real thirsty real quick, you know what I'm saying? Um, speaking of thirsty, this is a. This is a. Uh, this is a. I don't know, I don't know if I, how much. I would recommend this game to other people, but it will most certainly be on my card. Uh, Manhattan versus Iona. Iona, I'll be on the Iona side at minus five and a half. Iona hasn't played in almost two whole months because of COVID protocol. Like, they were in COVID protocol for almost a month, and then every team that they were supposed to go play against had COVID for a month. Um, But Iona is just a much better team than Manhattan. Um, There's no doubt about it. I'm trying to pull up this there to make sure I have the right the right game. Iona averages nine more points than Manhattan. Um, seven point scoring margin better than Manhattan. Five more assists per game. The turnover ratio is four points lower. Um, I love it. I love Iona. Uh, Manhattan is four and eleven in the last in the last fifteen road games. And um, this is like I talked about in the beginning of the year with the COVID plays, that you know the COVID guys were either shooting the lights at the gym or shooting twenty percent. I think Iona, regardless how they shoot, they're just going to beat down on Manhattan because Manhattan's a really bad team. And um, my last play that I have officially for the podcast, I'll, I'll mention a couple of ones I'm looking at that don't have lines yet. Um, is Cleveland State minus three against Detroit Mercy. Cleveland State has been one of those cash cows that nobody knows about. Kind of like, um, kind of like Hofstra for me last year. Nobody ever, nobody even knew where Hofstra was last year if you didn't live on Long Island like me and Greg do. Um, Cleveland State is thirteen and five, thirteen and five and one against the spread this year. They they continue to get uh, undervalued by bookmakers. This this game should be closer to a minus seven, minus eight. Um, Cleveland State doesn't shoot the lights out of the gym or anything like that. They just stop teams on the defensive end, only allowing sixty nine point two points per game. This is like one, like similar, like how like we ride with like uh, Morgan rides with Akron or Toledo. This is a team I always bet on, whether it's on my official Twitter card or not. If I, if like sometimes you know, there's most times there's seventy five, eighty games. So you know, I don't always see them on the card until like later on in the day after I post it, but. I'm always betting on them. Um, let me pull up some couple other games that don't have lines. Um, I might be back on Winthrop tomorrow. That line hasn't been posted yet. Um, they they covered for me today. I like that a lot. What else? What else do I like? Um, Greg, while I'm trying to find another game, do you have any uh, any plays for us tomorrow? Yeah, I got a couple on the college card tomorrow. So uh, I'm going to start here with St. Bonnie's versus VCU. Uh, 
Uh, I'm a big fan of the Bonnies, man. You know, they are, they're a good team that more people should know about. Uh, they are, they could score the ball. They're good on the defensive end. And, you know, I'm not saying VCU is not, but I think even on the road that St. Bonnie's, you know, has the edge in this game and they're getting three points. Last time out, I believe, yeah, they, I mean, they played in Virginia last time around and St. Bonnie's won by uh, a 16 point margin. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to take Bonnie's in the plus three. Possibly sprinkle the money line, but the plus three will be my official play. I like the under in that. I was thinking the under two. Right now it's at 132, uh, 134 and a half, excuse me. Uh, last time out, it was 124, the, the total. So, yeah, it was 70 I, 54 game. I think that has, just because I was on the VCU under the other day, mm-hmm. They shot VCU shot like 70% in the first half. To make that total go over, and then like obviously went back down, mm-hmm. but both these teams hit the under more time, more often than not. Under is yeah. eight and two in the Bonnie's last ten, and uh, under is four and one last Rams last five. I, lo- I, I like the under. Yeah, I like that play. I do like that play a lot. Um, but yeah, Bonnie's plus three is the main play for me right now, and. Uh, Tomorrow, I might possibly come up with more to add to the card within that game. Did you happen to find your other play, or was that no, it? No, that might have been it, but I can't find the game currently. I'm still looking for it. Okay, no worries. Um, next play, uh, we spoke of it a little bit earlier. Illinois, minus 14.5 first Nebraska. This is just two teams on totally different spectrums of college basketball. Illinois, you know, they they shoot the lights out of the gym most nights. And Nebraska, they get blown out. You know, that's just how it's been going. They're 0-8 in conference. And uh, I would take this line up to 20. I know Billy mentioned that before, but I will reiterate that I I think this game is going to be a blowout. And, uh, you know, they may cover it going into halftime. And that would not shock me one bit. Um, Next game I have here. I'm going to go Georgia Tech plus five against Clemson. I've been really on and off with Clemson all year long. Luckily, I've hit when uh, I play Clemson games. They're just, you know, a one game on, one game off type of cover team, it seems. And same goes for Georgia Tech in a sense. So Georgia Tech's getting five points. They live and die by the three ball. You know, they make 8.2 threes a game, which is good for, I believe I saw it was top 40 in the country. Uh And Clemson is bottom third in uh, defending the three-point ball in the country. So I just think that that is Clemson's Achilles heel. They're going to play good defense regardless, but if Georgia Tech can just continue to hit at least, you know, 45% of their threes from outside, then I, I think they keep this game within reach at a plus five. They might even win as a as a road dog, but, you know, Clemson's just been that weird team all year. Uh, and my last game, 
that I have here for now. I'm going to go Temple Cincy under 137. Uh, they played last week. The total was 132. Yeah, the total was 132 in that game. The final was 63-60 for a well nine points under the total. Uh, these are two teams that are just really, really underwhelming on offense. Temple ranks 327 in the country in field goal percentage as a team. And since he ranks 229 in the country. So both in the bottom half and Temple being in the bottom 20 in the country in field goal percentage. It just doesn't make any sense to me that that line went up five and a half points since their last time playing. And, uh, you know, I think Vegas might be trying to play a trick and I'm not going to fall for it. Uh, both teams just have trouble scoring the ball. So I'm going to stick with the under. Okay. I also like that Georgia Tech game a lot. This, that, that Georgia Tech team is scrappy. Mm-hmm. I, might, I love Jose Alvarado. Love that dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, a, he's an animal. He, he is willing to die for his teammates. Mm-hmm. Love him. He's got that crisp beard in him, you know? Yeah, man. Um, I'll, I'm going to add that to my card as well, most likely tomorrow. I didn't get the chance to do the research. I really hate betting... On or against Clemson, there's just something about him I dislike. It could mm-hmm. be the Trevor Lawrence thing. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't like. I'm not a Trevor Lawrence guy. Therefore, I don't. I'm not a Clemson guy. Um, That's fair. I would take it now. Honestly, I I took it already because I had the line where it was. But I, I have a feeling that it might go down to plus four by tomorrow when we the, wake up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I'll I'll have all my bets in tonight. Mm-hmm. So I'll see where it is, and then if it say it's like a mine, if it say it's a they, it starts closing in towards like a like a plus three and a half. I'll probably just I'll, I'll probably play the money line for sure. Friday, yeah, I, you know. Yeah, at that point, I would just take the money line, keep it off my card. Well, I, I'm gonna have it on my card as plus five anyway. But if it does get down to three and a half, I would I would just recommend taking the money line because uh-huh. you know that that three and a half point margin. That's just it's just a number I don't like taking. Mhm. It's like kind of like taking, you know, like say you thought the Bucks were gonna win, lose by two and a half in the Super Super Bowl, you might as well just take the fucking money line. Mm-hmm. You might as well just fucking ride it for the plus money. Yeah. You know, gives you something more to root for than just not not losing by a certain amount. Exactly. You know, because um, then you got to do math, and math's hard, right, Morgan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You can say that again. <laughs> oh. Um. One thing about college basketball, yeah, that was good. I, I like that. That was funny. Um, that, that, that I, I can't preach enough. I really can't preach enough is getting the early line for college basketball. Mm-hmm. Like whether win or lose, if you have that the better line, like especially as a like more more towards the underdogs or like a big like a big favorite, like say um, San Diego State the other night, they opened at twenty eight and a half. Close to thirty and a half. Whether win or lose, like you'd much rather have the twenty eight and a half. Whereas, mm-hmm. like I know the I don't believe the NBA really moves all that much, but college basketball lines move like crazy. Like there's games that yeah, that the line moves five or six points just because of money coming in. Because a lot of it's sharp money, so it's not a it's not really a public public uh, sport to bet on. Yeah, I've noticed that more this year than ever. There's definitely more people gambling this year, mm-hmm. for sure. You know, 
Um, oh, and just uh, just an FYI for all the uh, listeners. As everyone knows, my cash cow, James Madison University, is playing Hofstra on Saturday, the hometown pride. Uh, there's no line for the game yet, but they're playing at home, so I would take whatever the line is, because James <laughs> Madison is my team. Um, I don't. I haven't really watched any James Madison. They have a big, a good big guy down low. Do they? I'm asking. Um, you. I mean, their leading rebounder is Justin Amati. He's averaging five, five and a half rebounds a game. I mean, they're they're rebounding the ball at a, at a decent clip, you know, almost forty a game. But they're oh, hitting their shots. Yeah, I mean, they don't have like that strong interior defense, but they're averaging eighty points a game. All right, you know, have just got the best big man that nobody knows about. That is That's true. That's why I was asking. You know, I'm gonna try to see if I can pull up the last time they played because that that's gonna be a good game. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be like a Jazz Madison minus three. Yeah, minus three, minus two, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be on Hofstra for sure for the for the for my big boy. It's a mistake. I don't think so. Um, boys, you have anything else before uh, we start to close it out? No, I don't have any interest in the NHL card tomorrow. There's two games. They don't really intrigue yeah. me very much. I'll probably just be on the Blues uh, money line just to have some sort of action. But um, I you know, I've cooled I, off a little bit in the NHL. Yeah, I think I like that money line pick. I think I might throw on the under in that game also. It's five and a half between them and the Coyotes. Blues play a great defense, so... Uh, um, I might be in on that under for sure, but I'm not sure yet. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I haven't. It's been a it's been a bit since I put an NHL play up. Um, I'll probably have some soccer plays up this weekend though, uh, which I'm excited about. I got some good matches over in the Premier League. So, ooh, ooh a little teaser, a little teaser there. Uh, stay tuned. There's going to be some uh, interesting things coming. I got some oh. big underdog plays coming. Oh, Beautiful. Boy. Morgan, did you happen to watch the Man City-Liverpool game on Saturday, by the way? A Sunday, excuse me? I did. Allison is I a fucking fraud, did. dude. He stinks. He stinks. He is trash. Get him out of there. It's a good thing I don't like Liverpool, but get him out. He stinks. Worst yeah. goalie ever. Yeah, that's all I, I got mean, on that department. He stinks. <laughs> he stinks. I mean, just... We could just do a special episode. We need to do just an episode one day of going through every athlete who we just is like he stinks. We could do that. I can, I can do that all day. I just was give thinking... me a roster, and I'll go through every player. He's all right. He's a bum. This guy's a crumb bum. He stinks. Get him out of here. Yeah, we we'll do an we'll do an all time stinks roster for every sport. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, that's nice. I like. I was that. Morgan. I, I know that we just talked about it on. Um... On Birth of Degenerate with Jared, I think that doing the horror, the the horror episode on that here would be, be great. Fun, yeah. I think that we should do good. it on here. It would be a good one because I know Greg's got some wild ones. Yeah, I, I, so we we were pitching an idea of doing an episode just about like 
our bad beats, our horror stories, our Sunday mm. scaries of just the worst bets we've ever had. Yeah, I got one off the top of my head right now. <laughs> what, Sixers? <laughs> uh, well, no, that wasn't even, I, I don't even count that as a bad beat. I'm just, one on the top of my head is that Kansas-Baylor game that I was on the wrong side of. Oh, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I was thinking just for mine, just the first one that came to my mind was uh, LSU. That LSU bet when we were we went to AC. Oh God! <laughs> walking down, walking down the corridor, I'm screaming, "Take LSU!" <laughs> Everybody in our friends group loses because of me. <laughs> Who are they playing? I don't even remember. I don't remember. I could pull it up, but they lost. But they lost badly. That was a that was rough. Yeah, all I remember about LSU that when we were there was the first game of. The tournament, it was LSU versus Yale. And you guys were all on LSU, and I'm like, nah, I'm going Yale. I'm taking the five and a half. It was a close game for a while, but I ended up losing. Yeah, I miss Yale, by the way. Shout out to Yale. Shout out to Mm -hmm. the Ivy League. It's the easiest league to make money in because you just bet on Yale, and they always cover, and they always hit the over. So I can't wait for them to come back, hopefully, next year. Yeah, that'd be great. It's free money in my pocket. I'm literally missing hundreds of dollars a week because mm-hmm. of yeah. <coughs> um, I think that's it, boys. Uh, Morgan, why don't you close this out? Yeah, so it's great to be back this week. Uh, everybody's awake. Everybody's present now. We, you know, we got, got it out of our systems a little bit. You know, Greg, on Tuesday, he'll be caught up on his sleep. He'll feel good. We won't worry if he's alive or dead. You know, it'll be good. And if he just disappears again, we're just going to assume he's dead this time. Yeah, this uh, time we did our part. Dead. Yeah, we did our part. We you know you get a, it's a one-time card. It's like a get-out-of-jail-free card. You only get it once. Um, but as always, thank you, boys. This has been a pleasure. Enjoy it tonight. Billy, where can I find you at? Uh, I'm BillyFFD on Twitter. And also, I am also Gersh Greg. if anybody wants to follow my uh, burner account. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, Mr. Seven Followers himself, where are you at? Where can I find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Gersh Greg, and you could also follow my burner account at Billy FFD. <laughs> Beautiful. I like that. That's good. That's good. I'm about we, to we lose 10 followers now. Yeah. <laughs> All our followers are going to disappear. Um, yes, you can find me at MoWash26. You can find all of us at Ben and Diagonal. Find us on Twitter, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcast. You think of it, we're probably there at this point. Um, please, we implore you to follow Greg on Twitter. We've been trying for weeks. It was our New Year's resolution. We've already failed miserably. Um, we want to just—we're trying. We haven't seen any action on that one in a while. Um, we're still—I think we're still at seven. Let's try to get to double digits before the end of the weekend. Uh, maybe we can get a solid ten number out there. Um, but boys, as always, best of luck gambling, always gamble responsibly and always remember it is only money at the end of the day. Thank you to everybody tuning in tonight and we will see all the generates next week.